We told you it was too good to be true. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we are talking MLB DFS. We've got a full slate of games. Yes, I have been waiting nearly seven full months to say we've got a full slate of MLB games. It's unbelievable how long it's been. Oh, since we able to say something like that in 2020. But here we are, finally, a full slate of games, and we're going to break it all down for you. Oh, and it's good times. And again, we come here courtesy of the Line Star app. And if you're new to the show, make sure you subscribe every day. We're going to give you your DFS in 30 minutes. We get in, we get out, we get you the information you need to be successful, and we rock and roll. And Bubba, you know, it was a pretty good start yesterday. I know it was only two games, but we said, hey, you know, Scherzer's got a really good value on the board here. And, uh, well, he struck out 11 guys, even though he didn't go like seven innings. Obviously, the rain out kind of, you know, put a damper on things. But we also said it was too good to be true when it came to that whole Clayton Kershaw thing. Turned out we were right about that. Sometimes some things just seem so good that it's almost too easy. And it usually, inevitably, it is. Yep, that's the truth. Usually it is, especially in the baseball world we live in, where it's like literally anything can happen on any given day. And uh, one thing on that that Scherzer comment there, we we need to, well, maybe not talk about a ton, but one thing that, you know, different scoring formats, guys that strike out a lot of guys like Scherzer, they can afford to give up some runs. Scherzer had almost the same exact amount of points as Garrett Cole because he struck out six more guys than Garrett Cole. So things like that when you're evaluating, you know, this and that between certain guys, if it's a high strikeout upside guy and a high strikeout matchup, even though he might give up a couple long balls, still a very, very strong play saving a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, and, uh, you know, a very good point there. See, you know, Casey Bubba, you're not just a pretty face. So you look at dropping all this knowledge right here. <laughs> oh, on trust me. I'm a, face, I'm a face for radio. Trust <laughs> me. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have the headshots like you do in the black. Oh, well, you know, I'm a fancy, fancy man. You know, it's like, <laughs> you think this is an accident, man? This takes hours to get right. Let me tell you, bro. You know, this don't come together overnight. But look, you're, you're absolutely right, dude. You nailed it. And just yesterday on the TV show on SportsGrid, I was talking about, you know, Kershaw's FIP compared to his ERA last year. And the FIP was like nearly four. And I was just telling everybody, and I made the comment on the show, and this was like, this is the 12 to two show I do there. And I said, look, you know, just so everybody knows, yeah, Kershaw was good last year. He absolutely was. He certainly bounced back, but he's not the dominant Kershaw of yesteryear. And I think everyone needs to get that out of their head. And the last thing I said, again, this was around like 1230, one o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time. I said, you know, back issues are back issues. They could always pop up at any time. And it's something that you really have to factor into your ownership of him, not just in season long, but also in daily. And it's almost like the word bubble in my mouth. And you can go back and you can find it on TV. I'm telling you, I'm saying these words. And then a few hours later, boom, there's Dustin May coming in to try to save the day. Uh, just, just crazy stuff. But again, that was yesterday. This is today. And we're going to give you our home run calls. and We're going to give you all of our picks as well. Let you know the guys you need. In your lineups, because uh, obviously there's a lot to get to today. So, without further ado, Bubba, are you ready to dive in here and uh, pick some winners? Let's do it. 
Excellent. Okay. Now, obviously, you've got that early game here with the Mets and the Braves. You know, we tend to kind of let some of those early things go. We're just going to go straight to the the main slate here. So let's let's get to the seven o'clock games here. And uh, we've got the uh, the first seven o'clock game we got is Alcantara versus Aaron Nola. Um, look, I know this is another one that looks very chalky over on the FanDuel side. Nola is 9.9. Um, Alcantara is 6.8. You know, I don't love the Phillies bullpen, uh, so I'm always worried about Nola for the W here going forward. So I'm going to fade away from this. Uh, anything to like in this pitching matchup for you? Because I'm going to stay away. Um, FanDuel side, definitely not. DraftKings side, if we go there, I think Nola is an interesting pivot off some guys in the price range close to him. But I, I agree that Phillies bullpen can be sketchy as all sketchy. Yeah, I mean, there's hardly anybody left in there. Um, but look, uh, on the other side of this, you know, in terms of hitters, you know, DK, obviously you're paying through the nose for guys. And this is something that last year Chris and I talked about a ton. And we're going to talk about it again here because so far the trend is the same, which is FanDuel is looser. And mm-hmm. the FanDuel pricing on top of that, especially in the evening games, they are begging you to play evening slates they are begging you to play the late slates where Bubba lives he gets up at like three o'clock in the morning to do the show with me or something like I don't even know how we all make this work but we do Bubba's out there plowing the fields and then he gets up and does a little uh, show with me and then he goes back to plowing the fields but but I've noticed this and this is why we're gonna like be flying through the early slate because I feel like in the late slate there's a lot to like here of course you can go look at some of the lefties in this Phillies lineup against Alcantara that's fair but Alcantara's got a good fastball on any given night that guy can show up is there anything that pops to you in this game on either of these two lineups? No, it's pretty much if you are going to target the Phillies, like you said, the lefties do have the advantage on Alcantara. He made the, the fastball changes towards the end of last season, and that helped out a ton. If he can carry that over, that's great. But, you know, Harper's, I think, can have a big year, but that's an expensive price tag. It's either you have to go all in on the Phillies or I kind of stay away. Yeah, I, I think I'm leaning towards the stay away here. Um, Jay Bruce on FanDuel is cheap. He's just 2.1 yes. in the middle of that lineup as a lefty. Just would point that out. That's a good use. DD's only 3K. Uh, so, you know, there's a couple of things there to look at. It's also, is it weird culture shock to see DHs throughout every lineup now? Like, I feel like that's, like, I don't know. It, I was ready for it, it but it's weird. <laughs> it is It is weird, especially even just doing last night's going, wait, we can do wraparound stacks in the National League. This is very strange now. I know. I like you could do that <laughs> sometimes, but now but yeah. like now it's like every game. So it's, it's such a weird approach. And it's great because it's going to get some more names in here that we wouldn't normally mm-hmm. talk about. Uh, a name that I do love. Hey, look, if you want to be chalk and simple tonight, uh, Shane Bieber at 10.2 on the FanDuel yeah. side certainly makes sense. I mean, you know, there's some other matchups here that you can look at, but Bieber's 10.3 on DK. He's expensive there, but if you want that standalone FanDuel pitcher, you want to get what you're paying for. You want the strikeouts, as Bubba's saying. I'm looking at this Royals lineup, obviously missing some pieces here. No doubt you're going to still got Merrifield, Mondesi, and Solaire at the top, but after that, you know, we're talking about the Ryan McBrooms of the world and, you know, Nicky <laughs> Lopez and guys like that. Uh, Hunter Dozier's out of this lineup right now. So for me, I think Bieber's the way to go if you're looking for let's pay up, let's play cash. And we got to find some guys cheap and some cheap guys to go with him. Or you're right off the bat, Framiel Reyes, 2.7K against Danny Duffy. Where do I sign? Is there a place I can sign for that? Because I would very much like to have a piece of that. That's over on the FanDuel side. Um, and look, you can even go with a with a stack here if you want. You can go like Santana, Reyes, Santana. You could do your double Santanas, yep. which, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you got to pay twice as much for that action. Uh, <laughs> but Bubba, how do you see this? Are you with me too, or Bieber's probably the best of the chalk tonight? hundred percent. I think well, well, there's one other guy that we'll get to that I think is very good chalk wise, but especially on DraftKings, two pitcher sites, if you're playing cash, you pretty much start with Bieber, in my opinion. 
on FanDuel, still a great play as well. You might find a little value somewhere else, but I think cash-wise, Bieber is a phenomenal place to start off. And when you're talking the bats, this Cleveland team is one of the, the, the highest totals on the slate, and they're in a great spot because a lot of their switch hitters can just pound it from the right side as well. Uh, Duffy is not great. That's not like a captain obvious stuff there, but you mentioned some <laughs> you mentioned some value stuff with Framil Reyes, Domingo Santana. If you want a super value, because uh, there's a platoon in that outfield. Jordan Luplo is 2200. He is a lefty killer. Naquin will face the righties. Luplo faces the lefties. So on Fandle at 2200, if you really want to get deep in a Cleveland stack, you could go to a guy like Luplo. Uh, he's cheap on DraftKings. Uh, Santana's cheap on DraftKings as well. Domingo that is. But uh, overall, for a team that's supposed to have as much thump as they should tonight. They do have uh, some pretty affordable prices in that lineup. Not to mention, like, and here's a perfect example, right? Luplo, you just mentioned, was he 2.2 on FanDuel, you just said, right? Yep. yep. I'm looking 2. at 2. on DK. He's 4.2. Okay. Yeah. He's more so, than, he's 200 less than Framil and 600 more than Domingo on DraftKings. And the words of Matt Riddle, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, exactly. I just can't, like, that. and this is what I was saying. And look, we're here to make you money. You know, this is what we're trying to do here at Line Star App. We're here to get your playing. And again, the Line Star App is the best tool out there. I'm telling you guys, we're going to get to the Line Star picks and the values of the night later in the show. We're also going to uh, get you all of our home run calls as well. Um, let's skip to the next game here. But like that, that just illustrates it, right? The difference between mm-hmm. these two. There's a $2,000 difference on, on Luplo, who is a really good play tonight, lefty righty against Duffy. And it's just why? Like, why would you put yourself through the torture of trying to make that lineup work on one spot? Where you can't on the other. Now, a guy who's going to help you on DK tonight is Brandon Woodruff at 7-7. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, boys and girls, come up to the fire real close because Uncle Joe's going to tell you a story. <laughs> and that is the Brewers keep surprising everyone every year. Okay? Let, let's stop writing off the Brewers. Let's just stop. The Cubs, you know, are a good b- baseball team. Don't get me wrong. It's a good lineup. I like the lineup. However, there's like this national fan base always for the Cubs and, and what's going on in Milwaukee the last two years is let's be frank, Milwaukee has been a better baseball team and Woodruff was exceptional last year. He's just seven, seven over on DK. That is a huge value. Just eight, seven. He might be, he's, he's tied right now for my favorite of the two tournament pitchers. But the reason I love it so much is because I always feel like there's going to be extra juice on the Cubs side. People see this matchup and automatically they go, Oh, it's against the Cubs. Oh, it's in Wrigley field, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? Brandon Woodruff is a strikeout machine, and I'll tell you what, I, I even like you know the ability of Woodruff to possibly even get a win in this one because I think the Brewers' bullpen's pretty good. So what are your thoughts tonight on this one? Do you think I'm off base, or you think Woodruff is a guy that you're going with as well? I don't, I don't dislike it. I'm not all in on this game. I kind of almost want to just cross this game off for me for the most part because I love Woodruff. There's a little bit to worry me in that Cubs lineup, but I agree with what you said in the GPP. See, and that's exactly – Everything yeah. you just said is why I love it, GPP, because I think even the smart players like you would yep. say the same thing. And I think this is why you attack the hell out of this one. Because yeah, And I, I get that completely. Yeah. Like, if you want to be different in a GPP, Woodruff strikeout. We just talked about Scherzer strikeouts. Like, strikeout upside-wise, Woodruff can deal for five or six innings and get you close to eight to ten Ks. And that's going to be tremendous. So, in a GPP, 100% on board with your theory there. Just as a whole, if I have to, like, cross off a few games to kind of narrow down my pool, I'm probably crossing this game off. All right, fair enough. So we're going to see this one differently. I am definitely in on Woodruff today. There's one other pitcher later on that I like a whole lot too. Uh, anything hitting-wise in this one pop out to you? Because, look, if you're staying away, you're staying away across the board, right? Yeah, I'm just going to stay away. It's it, I, I like Woodruff too much to go targeting the Cubs' bats. And Hendricks is as not flashy as he is. He limits damage. So you might get a little bit here and there, but trying to stack a, a Brewers against Hendricks doesn't usually work out too well. 
All right, here's your uh, idiot stack of the night, boys and girls. It is <laughs> the Red Sox, okay? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Tommy Malone Da-da-da. is opening day starter. <laughs> however, however, there's a couple other little tidbits from this game. So if you want to go pay up, this is your chance right here. Uh, JD, Devers, Xander Bogarts, 3-6, mm-hmm. 3-6, 3-9 for JD. The rest are all 3-6. On the FanDuel, uh, that was on the FanDuel side. On the DK side, you know, as always, you're going to have to pay a lot more. Devers is 5-4. Uh, Xander Bogarts is 4-9, JD's 4-8. Uh, I would pivot to the bottom part of this lineup on DK. Yep. Uh, yep, yep, with, yep. With, with even even going with Verdugo, the lefty. Like yep. I would I would do that 3-5. I would definitely take Chavis at 3 on DK. To me, mm-hmm. those are the values on the board. And let me tell you something. Here's another variance. You ready for this one, Bubba? Hold on. Hold on to your KCs, Bubba. Because Austin Hayes is 4.5 leading off yep. over on DK. But on FanDuel, he's only 2.4 at the top against Nadia Valdi. What? Yeah, the, the DraftKings pricing, I got done. Uh, I wrote an article last night about value plays, and I went through both both platforms, and I just scratched my head about some of the price points. And there's every game's got a few of them. Austin Hayes makes no sense. 2.4 on, on FanDuel, as you mentioned. The, the FanDuel pricing on this game is very interesting. And one thing, I like how you mentioned Austin Hayes. Like As much as I like Ivaldi, and I think he can get a bunch of strikeouts in this matchup, I think he's going to be popular because he's 7,100 on DK. And when it comes to uh, – he's 7,100 on FanDuel as well. I think he'll be popular in that respect. I think it's like a game stack. Like, don't just oh, ignore – This is a 7-4 written all over it. Yeah, don't ignore <laughs> the Orioles. Like, Renato Nunez at 26 can run into one because we know he have all these hard as he throws. He, if it hits that bat, it's going a long ways. Austin Hayes is an interesting option as well, like you mentioned. And then when you, when you talk about the Red Sox side of things – um, you know, Jose Peraza is super cheap if you're going crazy stack, but Chavis only 26 on FanDuel, 3K on DK. And don't ignore, like you mentioned Verdugo, especially on um, FanDuel at 23. Oh. And then you got guys like Ben and Tindy. Yeah, because as bad as, Mo- as, bad as Malone left- is. Right, but they'll be yes. scared off of the lefty-lefty. But how long is Tommy Malone yes. for this game, boys? Come on, Bingo. let's go. Bingo, Lots of Orioles bad bullpen coming into play. So you can get some low ownership pieces of this stack. Tremendous. Oh, God, get in it. DK, what are you doing with that pricing? Go home, you're yes. drunk. All right, let's uh, let's do the next one here. Eight o'clock game. We got Marquez versus Lynn, uh, Rockies and Texas Rangers. Now, look, I, I like Lance Lynn a lot, so I'm not really going to go too heavy here on the Rockies. I'm gonna I'm gonna fade this one. Sam Hilliard is just 2.0, and uh, look, oh, that's something that you just need to be aware of. It's just a good bat for 2K. That if you want to go up to Bieber tonight or Verlander or whatever you want to spend up on, you're gonna need some guys like that to make it work, and he's a decent one. Uh, along with Luplo, Hilliard and Luplo are the two top line star mm-hmm. picks of value today. And uh, it's not surprising. I guess who third is. It's Austin Hayes over on the FanDuel <laughs> side. Um, I really don't want to spend too much time on this one because I'm not feeling this. I mean, you could always get in on Joey Gallo. 3-5 is a, is a decent return. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just not feeling this one tonight from looking at the matchups and looking at the numbers. If it was in Colorado, I'd feel differently. Uh, I also don't know how the new Texas ballpark plays, and and none of mm-hmm. us do. So I'm going to wait and see with that. How about you? I think Lance Lynn can be kind of the Woodruff version of a GPP pitcher if you want to, 100%. targeting Colorado 100%. outside of Coors. So I think he'll go low own, and you could target him in that respect, especially on DraftKings. And then you could attack Marquez if you want. I respect Marquez. We don't know the ballpark plays. But lefties do get them very, very well. A lot of thump in that Texas lineup. They have a, they do have one of the higher team totals. But uh, it's pretty much Lance Lanner kind of pass for me. All right. The next one here, we got Barrios and Giolito. Both are in the 9K range over on the FanDuel side. On the DK side, 
uh prices are oh, they're exactly the same basically huh oh, look at that oh look at that i love when that happens they're they're just okay so you know what they are basically you have to flip a coin and pick a side i'm not a big fan of that personally both of these offenses are tremendous both of these pitchers i i think the world of so this is either going to be a you know a one <laughs> a one nothing game or it's going to be eight seven and i i just the variance is too huge for me to be using in cash games if you want to get in one side and this is a game to me that if you're doing tournaments tonight and you're doing multi-entry you pick a side in one and pick a side in the other and you see which plays out if you have the kind of cash to go and play multi-entry if you're doing single entry i would avoid this game like the plague because i think there's just too many outcomes potentially from it i just basically gave you four outcomes on mm-hmm. either side of this game uh what are your thoughts on that? i'm curious if you have a different take no you're 100 correct that, that's exactly where i stand on this two great pitchers two great offenses four outcomes are possible here uh if it's an mme thing sure if not there's there's eight to nine other games you can target there's one outcome over the next game which is the cardinals versus the pirates the cardinals at home jack flaherty on the mound i know you have to lay 162 to to win 100 here but you know what Mm -hmm. this might be a safe bet tonight (laughs) just yeah not too bad I think Flaherty's going to dominate the Pirates, but it is very chalky. And you know, I'm, I'm, you know, if you don't, if you want to get off the Bieber chalk just a little bit, okay, the, the Flaherty might be the other way to go because you know Musgrove has some moments, but this lineup right now for the Pirates is just bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. Colin Moran's hitting five. Jose Ozuna at two point two. I, I would like some nights, but not tonight. Um, so no to the Pirates. Yes to Flaherty. How about the Cardinals offense here? Anything on DK or FanDuel side you see some value in? Uh, nothing that really stands out to me because this this Cardinals offense isn't that great. It's uh, scary about it. It's really, really rough. So I think Flaherty is a great target, like you said, as the guy kind of mentioned earlier, talking Bieber. If you if you can afford a Bieber-Flaherty cash game stack on DraftKings, you're in a great spot out the gate. I think that's a phenomenal way to go. But uh, FanDuel-wise, he's a little too pricey for me in that scenario. Um, other than that, I really don't like either offense here. It's just... You know, DeYoung at 28 is not bad. Edmund at 27, but they're See, not See, Wong like, is know. the guy that popped out for me. Wong at the yeah. top at 2.5 over on the FanDuel side just because, you know, I, 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 give me the extra at-bats. Uh, yeah. Give me the stolen base upside a little bit. Can get you some points there. I think he's going to score a couple runs tonight. So, or at least has the potential for that. That That's my approach, too. I don't know how good I feel about Jacob Stallings throwing anybody mm-hmm. out either. So, Wong to me is that one little, like, I'll cherry pick that piece. And the rest of it, I, I might let it go, I guess. Yep. <laughs> just where we're at. All right, let's let's uh, let's shift here as we continue on into the 9 o'clock hour. We are now, again, 9 Eastern hour. Uh, we are Justin Verlander at home. 11.2 over on FanDuel. That's expensive. He is going against the Seattle Mariners. He's 11.4 over on DK. You know, 11.4 is just really tough on DraftKings. Like, once you cross over that 10 threshold for me on DK, like – your offense is going to look like a who's who of who the hell is that, I think. Um, and I always struggle with that <laughs> personally. Like, I I feel like, you know, you want to try to stay around that 15K range between your two pitchers, somewhere in that, give or take. You know, if you can, you can go up a little bit some nights and make that work. But when you start with a guy at 11-4, you got to go all the way down to the bottom. And I don't see that bottom pairing. Maybe you do tonight as we keep going here. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this Houston one? Is this another, like, easy stack that you're just going to pile up on with some of the righties here in this lineup and actually pay up. Are you going to fade Verlander and pay for the offense? Are you going to do vice versa? Where do you go? Yeah. Verlander's steep, especially when you can go a Bieber or a Flaherty. It's tough to justify going to a Verlander. Like I get it. And maybe that lowers his ownership. So he's worth it, but uh, it does make your offense kind of poo pooey. 
Um, when it comes to the Astros side of the That's offense. That's a real like, word, by the way, for everybody yes. out there. Poo-pooey is a real adjective. Don't let anybody tell yeah. you different. Go, continue. It, it, Scrabble has it and allows it. <laughs> Scrabble, um, yeah, I think it's a triple word <laughs> score. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, when, when you look at the righties, they're expensive on Fanduel. Like DraftKings, I, I can make it work. The, we know the Astros are a good offense, but in, historically the last few years, I don't know if I'm running to play a soft tossing market because also limits the hard contact. I like other games. But you will get these guys, like you said, the late night hammer kind of stuff. If you want to be really contrarian, the one thing I will mention with Seattle, for $2,700 on a FanDuel, Kyle Seeger is not pretty at all, but Verlander does get up the long ball, and Seeger can do that. So if you really yeah. want to get really weird with it, but it's it, it's pretty much Verlander or walk away from me. In this yeah, one. The, one of the cherry pick pieces, Carlos Correa on the FanDuel side of 3 2 2. I like that yeah. one because I think we're going to get to that bullpen sooner than later in Seattle. And then that's where guys will be feasting for sure. Bregman's expensive for $800 less. I can have Correa and I'll take that to the bank. All right. Next one here Bumgarner against Paddock. Uh, 9K over on the FanDuel side for Bumgarner, 8.9 for Paddock. This is a fun baseball game. Like, this is, uh, mm-hmm. this is like one of those late games where I'm excited about. But I, I kind of go back to that other game we talked about with Minnesota and the White Sox where I see four outcomes, and that always makes me yep. go, I'm not really thrilled about it. There's some value here on uh, the FanDuel side. You got Will Myers at 2.5, yep. Tommy Pham at 2.9, who brings you the power and speed. And Manny Machado's just 3K. So yep. let me tell you something. If you want to go here, you want to, you could even get Tatis in there too. Tatis, Machado, and Pham are all 3.3 and under. Like that is exceptional. And Bumgarner had a five ERA on the road last year away from San Francisco. So if another contrarian played tonight, a contrarian stack for me is the Padres against Bumgarner. Uh, How do you feel about that? And do you have any love for the Arizona side? I love that stack. Uh, DraftKings are not too expensive either. FanDuel, obviously much cheaper. The, the, the Myers, the Fams, the Machados, the Tatishas of the world. Uh, Bumgarner gave up a 334 average to righties last year compared to 264 versus lefties. So there is absolutely a sneaky low-owned uh, appeal on that one. When you look at the the D-back side of it, the only guy I really like is maybe like a Marte or a Peralta, but I'm not super in love with it. So I, I don't mind attacking uh, Bumgarner in this one. All right, there you go. Look at us going against Bumgarner. Sorry, old man. Sorry, it's just <laughs> nothing personal. We're just uh, trying to make some cash here for people. All right, two more games on the slate. We've got the Dodgers against the Giants. Uh, I think you're pitching for the Giants tonight, right, Bubba? Is that, is that what's happening? I'm not sure. I might have a better chance than Samarja, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ross Stripling on the other side of this one. Stripling is just 7.9 over on uh, DK. Um, I'm, I'm not – you know, Stripling is – I'm just worried about how deep he can go into this game. Normally I'd be all over this, but that's my big concern is like, can he get to the W? Cause I feel like at the price he's at, he still kind of has to get to the W maybe he can. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? Is tripling somebody as a secondary pitcher on DK you can roll with tonight? That's the tough part. I, I think he is, but you have to go into that knowing like Dustin make it have easily finished five last night, but Roberts pulled him in the middle of the fifth. Like he, he and that's my, uh, yeah. And yeah. that one's not surprising like, to me because of with May. Me, yes. And yeah, because like basically he's like, Hey kid, hey, uh, are you still on that bus? Yeah. Tell him to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> like, <that's Exactly>. basically- <laughs> like strip stripling stripling. We know we saw him throw five his last time out. So it's not that issue. It's just Dave Roberts and that awesome bullpen. It's like, okay, if I have any problem, why don't I use all these extra pitchers I have right now? So that's the mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. Uh, on the hitting side of this one, uh, on FanDuel, you're looking for value. How about Justin Turner in the middle at 3K? Oh, my goodness. What? You're giving me that for free, basically. Corey Seager, three, uh, 3.2. And Kiki, who went yard last night yes. at 2.6. 
swinging the hot bat. I mean, hell, let, let's do it. Turner, Seeger, Hernandez, fade the uh, fade the Muncie, Betts, Bellinger, big boy salaries. Let's go for that four, five, six in this lineup, and let's roll. I mean, yeah. you know, and hell, why not Peterson two at three? Like yeah. to me, this makes all the sense in the world. Fade the big boys in LA tonight. Let's go with some of the cheaper guys on DK. There's there's no cheap guys uh, in this lineup. Nope. They're all expensive. Uh, Kiki's just three four. Pollock's three seven. But it, it's again. This is this is the problem with a lot of DFS coverage. It gets very generic, and they'll say, "Oh, this is a good stack." No, this is a good stack on Fanduel tonight. This grouping, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I hate that. It's lazy fantasy. I refuse <laughs> to give that to you here on the program. We refuse to do that. Uh, but dude, that that just it irks me, bub. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know you. why. this is is the stack of the night shut up no it's not the stack (laughs) of the night this is a stack that you could use in this kind of format on that particular site this night in this slate that you want to play and look isolating the late slate tonight is not a bad idea okay i'm just putting that out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I like that i like this idea uh let's move on to the last one here which i really i'm excited about this one and you might say why Uh, I, i don't see four outcomes for this one i actually don't nope you take Rendon out of this lineup for the Angels, and it is weak. It is weak. I can feel the weakness running through it, Bubba. And yep. Frankie Montas, 8.8 on DK. Ooh-wee. How about yep. how about FanDuel, 7.6? Oh, goodness gracious. I get really excited about 7.6 Montas, single pitcher slate, uh, a site rather, and I can go with him in tournaments. I could just play the late slate with him. I like this a lot, and I'll tell you what, man. You know, it's nothing against Andrew Heaney, but you mm-hmm. got three really good right-handed bats cheap, at the top of this order. Cheap. Cheap. Thank you. Yeah. Simeon, Loriano, Chapman. Oh, my goodness. And let's not forget Chris Davis at 2.7. Yeah. Can I get a what? <laughs> yep, I'm 100% with you. Montas, one of my favorite arms tonight. That split, he's legit. People, like, play that, oh, he was on PEDs last year. No, I don't care. Like he I'm on PEDs so right now. I feel yeah, I can tell. I can feel it through the mic. It's coming through. <laughs> Um, but when we, we look at those bats, you mentioned like Chris, okay, Chris Davis, 2,700, Mark Connor, 26 can hit the lefties. Steven Pascotti's 24. Another guy hits lefties and Franklin Bredo might be playing at 21. If you really want to get a bunch of righties in that, uh, A's lineup on Fandle, like they are super cheap on Fandle and they do have some values on DraftKings as well compared to other teams. So I think an A stack is in play, but if you don't want to stack them, play Montas late night hammer. I think it's a massive massive play a good pivot off of some guys in his price range yeah me too man i love it as an iso play in the late i love it as an all day however you want to rock and roll it it makes sense it's just it's just good and this is the thing you got to look for Fanduel does this the later the game the looser it gets and it's loose to start and this is where you can make some money here and there's a lot of offense here which brings us to offense and brings us to our favorite part of the show, which is calling our shots. So we're going to do it. Bubba, you were the first guy yesterday because you were new to the show. And, you know, so now it's my turn to go first. So I'm going to give you my pick to go yard today. And how about getting things started off right? I'm going to continue on with those Oakland A's that we kept talking about. And I'm going to go with Matt Chapman tonight going yard against Andrew Heaney. That's right. Chapman is my home run guy. I love the lineup protection he's got there with Olsen and Davis. I could see a few dingers in this one. And I just, I love the A's and Montas tonight. Can't quit them. How about you, Bubba? Where are you going for your dinger? I love that call. I'm going to go to Cleveland and I want to take the easy ones, but I'll make it a little more complicated. I'm going to go to Fran Mil Reyes. Fran Mil Reyes takes Danny Duffy deep. Uh, we know how Fran Mil matches lefties. And when he hits the ball, he hits it very, very far. So give me Fran Mill against Danny Duffy. Yeah, uh, that is a good one too. We pointed that out uh, 
it's some good stuff tonight. You know, yesterday mm-hmm. was like, all right, we've got baseball back. Now I feel like we're really back and we're really mm-hmm. rocking and rolling here on the show. And I am excited for it. Uh, by the way, thank you everybody for listening yesterday uh, to the program. We had a lot of people were excited that the show was back. We're excited to be back as well. And what you do is you go subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google, whatever. We're everywhere. Go find the On Deck podcast, the Line Star MLB DFS On Deck podcast. And you subscribe, and then boom, you get that notification every morning when it drops. You go, you listen, you set your lineups, you go and check and make sure nobody threw their back out later on in the afternoon, and then you enjoy <laughs> the rest of your evening and uh, good things here. We always try to get you in and out, the things you need to know. We like efficiency here on the program. Bubba, great stuff as always. You can follow Bubba on the Twitter machine at Casey Bubba. You can follow me at Joe Pisa Pia 17 and make sure you're also following the Line Star app at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB. And uh, again, you can win some swag. We're doing the swag giveaway. So if uh, you retweet our home run calls little section on Twitter, get a chance to win free stuff and everybody Loves free stuff. No one is above free stuff, okay? We all love it. So go get yourself from uh, some Line Star swag and uh, get in the home run call with us too. We love it. We love when everybody gives us their calls as well. If you're right, you can gloat over us. If we're right, we'll shame you here on the program. Uh, We are, again, just happy to be back. This feels good. A full slate of Major League Baseball. So that'll do it for Bubba and myself. But the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.